Welcome to the Dreams Portal, the podcast about dreams, dream interpretation, symbols, and lucid dreaming. This podcast is a production of Everyday Crystal Magic. I'm your host, Ileana. Let's talk about the meaning of your dreams. Well, hello, everybody, to the audience of the Dreams Portal podcast. Today, we have an interesting topic and something that everybody who has dreams concentrate on. And that is premonition or prophetic dreams. How do we call this? For this, my good friend and teacher and light worker, Avi Salinas, is joining me in the discussion. Uh, for all of you, Avi is an astrologer, Reiki master, cartomancer, and intuitive channeler. And she's been working for 40 years, helping people in many aspects of their spiritual evolution, their 3D problems, identifying behaviors. You can visit Abby in Cryology, her YouTube channel, Abby Salinas Cryology and CryoReadings.com. Thank you, Abby, for this conversation. How are you? Good, Ileana. How are you? I'm wonderful. You? Wonderful. So uh, you show a lot of interest in, in, in prophetic. Is it prophetic or premonition dreams? How do we call this? Everybody has this kind of dreams. I think to me, it's more premonition because not all dreams are prophetic. And a lot of times when people go through these, have these serious uh, disturbing dreams, right away, they attach themselves that they're going to come true. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have to, um, we have to keep in mind what is actually the purpose of dreaming, which I know that you will be covering on your in, in another segment. But getting back to the premonition dreams, how would you how do you see this coming out? As humans, humans, uh, uh, when we are uh, growing up or, or working on ourselves or whatever, as part of our development, uh, we always reach out for guidance. And for many of us, me included, that do not have the gift of meditation, I'm, I'm the first to admit I'm not very good at it. Uh, dreams as a resource to look for guidance, to look for signals. I think the problem is when people feel incapable or unable to make decisions or, or to be their own guides. And like you said, they attach too much to it. And that's when they call it premonition or, or prophetic. I, I would like to think of then as guidance that you're kind of the right path or, or, or you have to correct course. But definitely when we call it premonition dreams is that there's a general expectation that you're going to get the, the course to follow from that dream. Absolutely. Absolutely. And here's another, another thing, uh, having gone through my soul alignment, uh, I, I was, um, it came out that I am what's called a, a dream master. So am I. And, right? I, yeah. and, and we both love that, that that was picked up on because all my life, uh, dreams have been a thing for me. And uh, I, I remember I was very close to my maternal grandmother, and she would explain the symbolisms to me. I would tell her my dreams, she would tell me what they meant. And I thought that I thought everybody was like that, that they had this capability and everybody was doing this. 
And it wasn't until I became a teenager that I realized that the symbolisms were so different than what my grandmother had passed on to me. And then, so what I began to think from that point going forward was dreams, you can come to me and I can give you my opinion of what your dream is, but it is really customized to you, to you, it is yeah. to your interpretation, and to because at night that is when your brain and your consciousness is subconscious is um, going through troubleshooting and going through yeah. problem solving. Right, that is not occurring during the day state because your awakened state, your ego tends to take over, and that is not your subconscious. You know, that's coming, that's bringing things up through the surface. Oh, definitely. And uh, it's, it's the thinning of the veil. And in our awakened state, we have so many distractions and, and the things of daily life. Absolutely. And when you said that uh, dreams are customized, uh, yeah, every, every experience is different. All paths are valid and your life in no way resembles someone else's I don't care how much they said there might be patterns there might be situations there might be uh, common threats but it's, it's every life is, is unique and every challenge so when it comes to premonition in, in using your uh, your term attached people like to be attached to certain kinds of dreams and many times it's, it's the ones with tragic endings I don't know why I want to tackle on on, on that first, because I still, even when when there's a lot of of work uh, being done about the new energy and expecting good results, but there's still that that learned behavior, limiting belief to give more weight to things that are going in the wrong way, as opposed to the possibility of, of going to the outcome you want. And that takes a lot of power in dream space. Uh, all, all the prophecies or, or, or announcement of tragedies, uh, especially when it has to do with death. Exactly. Well, look at it also. This It makes sense that it would come out all in your dream state because in your awakened state, you have so many buildups of fears mm-hmm. that you're going to try and stop your mind from doing these things. And when you're in a dream state, anything goes, anything goes, everything goes. And that's the beauty of it. And, um, and so now it's coming to your surface without the, without the boundaries of your ego saying, no, I'm not even going to think of it. I'm not even going to think of it. But if it comes through on your dream, you actually have an opportunity to face things and, and see them and examine them. You know, I, I remember when I, I, was uh, when I would go to work, there was a meeting and I was an hour late going to work because I had a dream. I woke up that my one of my brothers was in a car accident and I felt the need to go back into my sleep, go back into that dream and uh, help. And instead of him behind the wheel, I got behind the wheel and merely didn't get us in an accident. But it was interesting to me that I tapped on his window and I said, hey, do you mind if I drive the car? I'll take you to work. And he said, sure. And he switched places with me. And then I went to work and explained I was late because I had to go change a dream. 
and in order to help my brother. <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> not too good. Not too good. <laughs> that's, uh, that's interesting. So, so in your dream that was initially to be taken as a premonition, you took it as an opportunity to change the outcome. Yes, because whether it was a premonition or any of those things, uh, the, the bottom line is I wanted to feel comfort and that my brother was safe and that was your your remedy and that was to, my dream yeah to to for in your view of your brother be safe is well it's best if he doesn't drive right right okay that yeah that's interesting but you, you had that ability what do you tell a client or a friend that comes to you with that kind of dream and you recognize that that person probably in, in his or her set of belief is not like, oh, I can change this. It's how, how do you handle that? Well, first of all, like even in my own situation, I really had to think about it during the day. What is it? If my brother is behind the wheel of a car, that means he's, he's, uh, he's be in the driver's seat of his life, the mm -hmm. vehicle that's mm -hmm. moving him forward. What was it that caused him to veer off course? and to get hurt, you know? So I, and then I thought, okay, if I jump, I jumped in behind the wheel. So am I trying to control him now? Am I trying to control something going on with his life? I got him to his job, you know, and I parked the car and I gave him the keys and I said, thank you for letting me drive you to work. And I'll take, I'll take a taxi and go now to my work. So I, what I did in that dream was to make sure that I wasn't keeping the keys, that I wasn't going to drive him anywhere else. It was a situational thing that I took control of, and I was not going to continue controlling other options in his life. Because if I would have kept that, that would have eventually shown up in real life, that I would have built up a fear that my brother is not capable of taking care of things in his life. Do you wow. see how that symbolism works out? So from this experience for um, those listening to us, don't take it as a literal outcome. It's, and I know it's, it's difficult in the emotional state when you wake up from that to start pulling this apart like you did, dissecting every element of the dream. But that is important. Mm -hmm. Dreams have details and elements for us to exactly. look at since we are not doing it in our awakened state. So... Next time you have a dream like this, look at the elements and the opportunities and the meaning to change course. That's, um, it doesn't mean that your brother was going to be killed that morning in a car accident. Is right. There is something that he's driving at mm -hmm. that is not towards his best interest. Right. That's the outcome for that. I understand that might be a, a bit challenging, but the message here is get a hold of your emotions and think of these elements. And like I said in, in, in my video in Everyday Crystal Magic, my video about dream recall, one of the things that you should do is find a dream interpretation partner because you get the opportunity to have somebody with an outside perspective, somebody that is not so emotionally involved in the situation and can help you dissect these things. So thank you for sharing that experience. I have one of my own and I don't know um, 
if I call it uh, premonition or, or prophetic, again, uh, people like to use those terms interchangeably. But here it is. I have shared this with you in the past. Uh, many years ago, I was uh, in that job. I was really wanting to get fired. And that wasn't going to happen. And I thought that was a very going, a very good opportunity. And this is, this is a teaching moment also because uh, not only I was, I was kind of depending on luck, not driving the decision. I was kind of hoping for somebody else to make that decision of, for me because I thought there was a very good window of opportunity because they were doing layoff every six to eight weeks. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm gonna hit the lottery next time. You know, and it wasn't happening. Right. <laughs> Even when I voluntarily tried to throw my name on the head, it wasn't happening. And I was really, really miserable. So one night I had this dream. And like I tell everybody, I know it was a Thursday night going on Friday. And in that dream, that, that's, that week, I know that I was like, I had it. You know, I had it. This is it. Because... There's a lot of work out there. And this was years before the great resignation that we're living through right now. I remember I wrote my resignation letter, kept it in, in the file um, because I never give notice on Fridays. I give notice on Monday. For some reason, I just prepare everything ready yeah. to hit the button on Monday morning. So I go home and that night I had a dream. And in that dream, we were like, uh, you know how uh, companies uh, sometimes rent hotel suites for doing interviews when they do job fairs. I was there with two former co-workers uh, from the job previous to that one. Uh, two people that are subject matter experts uh, in their field, but at the same time, two different personalities. Uh, two excellent guys. I love them. Uh, Dave and John, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> Uh, fellow engineers, um, in my dream, these guys were telling me, just go. If the money's there, just go. Because that's one of the big worries right. for people yes. uh, when leaving a, a job, what was going to happen financially. But it, So they were telling me, two, two sharp people, two different personalities that love their jobs, actually. And they were telling me, uh, just go. And I was like, okay, you know, that was the the guidance of the last like notch that I needed. And I felt very good the next day because I had this reassurance, blah, blah, went to work feeling better than most days because yeah, the end yeah. was near. And I, I felt, I felt reassured, did my full day of work. Like you said, uh, honest pay for honest work, mm. came back home and I, I went to the mailbox and I find a letter from two, three employers before <laughs> say, Hey, you know, we're liquidating the pension funds. Do you want the money? There you go. Okay. So was that a premonition or was that, I, I don't know. I and, mean, it, it and, how did it, and how did it work out? Well, it worked out phenomenal because uh, as planned, I give my uh, notice on Monday and I know that <laughs> the money was coming in. And since it was a pension, it was with after-tax money, so nothing to worry there. That's an example of when so-called premonition dreams are on the good side. And again, many people will take it the same way that they will put a lot of thought on the one that didn't have a, a good outcome, they wouldn't put any thought on the one that has a good outcome. But right. I think there are elements here that I still needed to, to pull apart. Like 
it was very important that this guidance came from two different people mm-hmm. in their personalities and, and, and styles. Uh, to me, that's, that's one of the biggest signs. And two people that have been in, in one job for ages. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. You know, when think of this, like I had a, how often do we have the same reoccurring dream over and over and over? And it's oh, normally ha- not a good one, right? It's normally well, not a good one. Or unexplainable ones. I have a, another episode on, on, on reoccurring dreams because mm-hmm. I had one for years, but, but this one had never repeated. But it was to me, it was interesting that that kind of guidance needed to come for people that represent expertise, even when they're different personalities. They said about engineers, we are glutens of data and analyze. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I have that too. I, I will go through many experiences. I don't need to just because I'm interested in the data. And um, I, I don't know what it is that I have that, but I love information. I'd like to share that I think this dream falls more into here for premonitions. Um, But when I was like around 13 years old, we lived in Chicago. And it was, um, let me think, it was before my mother was pregnant with my one of my sisters. So there was just myself and my brothers. And I was about 12, 13 years old. And I was having this dream that my parents announced that they were going to get, we were going to move and we were going to move out of the city because we lived in Chicago. And I remember during that age, you, you become bonded with your friends a little more, you get a little more freedom, right? But that wasn't my case. My case was not that I didn't want to move because of the unknown or anything like that. I had a really awful feeling when they said we were going to move and it felt very like dark. And when I, uh, every now and then I was having these dreams that we were moving and that my mother was going to die in the next, in the house that we had. And I had this dream for a long, long time to the point where I became very rebellious. When my parents found the property that they were going to build on, they tried to make it very fun and happy Every time we would go see it, it got worse and worse. My dreams would escalate. And in each time she would die, my mother would die. Mm -hmm. So finally I told my parents, if you move, I'm gonna run away from home. It's the only time I ever did that because I, we have a very loving family, no reason for me to wanna leave. And I was being very defiant. And my mother's mother talked to me, my grandmother, And she said, what is the problem here? And I said, the problem is we're going to move. She's going to die. I've had this dream for a long time. It's all the time happening. And she said, okay, so if this is the belief that she's going to die, she could die here if it's meant for her to die. She can die in Chicago. The difference is if your mother should die, she's dying knowing that her children are in their own home that they own in a place that they love to be. And why would you want to deny your mother the happiness of having her own place and a different and a better life? We're all going to die. We're all going to die. You cannot stop us from dying. So now it's about how you're going to see this happening. So I became very protective of my mother 
we mm. move into this house. And I even noticed that when my father taught me how to drive, taught us how to drive and everything, it was before remote controls. He would say, when you are driving your mother, make sure she's in the car first. You open the car for her and then you get in the car. You don't have your mother standing outside when the door is locked. When you walk with your mother, you walk. So I think on some wow. level, he was very protective too. The good old days. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so yes. Uh, so my dreams never let up. And then I knew there was another sister coming. And then I knew there was another sister coming. So those, to me, how could the other one not be true? All these other ones are falling into place. Every time I would have that dream, more like a child was, another child was entered into the scenario. Mm. And I think we were there like five years and my mother died in a car accident. So that was, that to me was very much a premonition. But if you watch the movie Premonition with with, uh, Sandra, what's her name? Sandra? Sandra Bullock? Yes. The movie... Yeah, Sandra Bullock in the movie Premonition, she has this, this, she keeps getting up to it. It's almost like a groundhog day. And the way she changes her life in those, in those series of changes of each day, that's what I was doing in my dream. Initially, it was shocking. Initially, I would wake up crying. And by the time that time had come to me, I was already settled in to the thought that no matter what happens, I can do this. No matter mm-hmm. what happens, we're going to be okay. And that is, so by the time it actually happened, I had lived that day uh, 500 times. Wow. You know? So I was getting more and more in alignment with you know what, there are some lifetimes where she was our mother for a lot longer, or I was her mother, you know, this is just one timeline, one timeline, we're going to make the best of this timeline. That's a a really good uh, take on on a premonition dream with a negative outcome that you managed to say, you got the space Mm -hmm. to handle that event when that moment in time comes, it's not that it was going to happen next week or next month or even next year. Exactly. But it gave you the space and, and you have the awareness that uh, this is not our first rodeo. Yeah. So what do you tell a client if it was not Abby Salinas having that dream, if it was somebody else? And the person, again, with the inability at this moment in his, her life to handle that kind of premonition, what would you tell them? I would tell them, first of all, we don't know yet if it's a premonition or not. And I would invite them to take it apart. What is your, the issue here? What fear is it bringing up? You know, what is it? Is it loss? Is it, what is it? And then secure that space for yourself. You know, my thing was, what's going to happen? The head of the family, what's going to happen to us? Well, I started college, you know, I did all these things. And in my head, I was like, no matter if it, what happens, we should live every day as if it's our last, live every day with the, 
do giving our best. So like my grandmother said, what is better if she dies here, never knowing the joy that can come with her, or she dies there? Everyone is going to die. And that's the worst case scenario. But like you said, having using that space, you know, a lot of times, like when people, it, it really, dreams, I think, really give us an opportunity to, to see what do we really un, um, understand and what do we really want to learn about death, right? People are like kind of obsessed with it. Well, how about we start thinking about how to live? Living is way more important. Death is easy. Living, living without the fear of being limited and restricted and being joyful, you know, dream those things because life is but a dream. Everything is a dream. Everything is a dream. And with that, I would like to wrap this up. Thank you so much for being with us. And for those listening to this again, live your dreams about prophecies or premonitions is an indication of the things that you need to take action on and learn things to either change course, understand your reassurance, if that is the case, or, you know, like Abby just said, that is easy. Is living the challenge and, and make it make this the life of your dreams. Thanks again, Avi, for being with us. Thank and, you, Liliana. Uh, until next time.